2: Boogie well, hates racism and Chris
1: Paul. And who cannot get on board with that platform?
2: If I've learned a lot, this I, I'm not gonna say it. That sounds too good. No, it's good, uh, roll. No, on, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> if
1: the Bucks do win it all, Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Hey there. Welcome to the Eurostep, the first Eurostep of 2023. Happy New Year, everyone. I am Ty Windish, joined as always by my fantastic co-host my stately co-host Rohan Cotty. Rohan how's it going
2: it's doing i'm doing well ty thank you for asking happy new year everyone hopefully everyone's enjoyed their holiday season yeah. uh, try not to try not to be too sad when you get back to your normal routine <laughs> uh, cuz it's a thing it's a yeah, thing it's tough. Like, yeah post post holiday depression and stuff so you yeah. gotta stay strong out there yeah but uh I, wait, doing,
1: before we go into the pod we have a New Year's theme pod. It's going to be very fun. What's the deal with "For Old Lang Syne"? With what? You don't even know. What, I figured you might not know what I'm talking about at all, which is why I didn't preface this. You've never heard of the song "For Old Lang Syne." Maybe I have. It's like literally. It's. I looked at it. It's Scottish. There's a Mariah Carey version that like gets electronic, and there's like fireworks behind her on the YouTube video she put out singing it. Apparently, Mariah Carey is just like all in on every holiday song at this point. But yeah, they have to thaw her out every year. <laughs> yeah. I, pretty much, I don't know what else she does. Uh but for old Lang sign, it's like the New Year's song. Oh, okay, okay. And apparently it basically just means for old time sakes. And the song is more or less just saying, like for old acquaintance we forgot and for old time's sakes over and over again. It's just very odd that there's a New Year's song and it's like People aren't generally aware of it or know exactly what it means. And it's just like one of those things where we're just like, roll it out, roll out for all Lang Syne again. We need it. It's New Year's. I feel like, no offense to anyone in Scotland, I feel like we could come up with a better song.
2: No, that's fair. Like, I know what the song is. I just, yeah. I never knew what it was called. No one like, knows anything about it. Everyone just yeah. said, oh, yeah, that
1: weird song plays and no one knows exactly what they're saying. And yeah, that's exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I feel like I just perfectly encapsulated that.
1: Yeah, so I, I think like, I think that could, that's fine to be Scotland's New Year's song or whatever. Maybe they don't even use it. Maybe it's like you know Foster's. It's not even real over there anymore. But
2: I feel like, like what
1: Foster's beer in Australia, they don't drink it. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's oh. like uh It's like a, i I'm sure it's the same with Outback, right? Like I'm sure they don't go to Outback Steakhouse, right? Like they, There's all these products that are marketed to us to seem like the other countries, and they're just like, the other countries are like, no, we don't do that.
2: Fair enough. I know it's we a whole Australian cottage industry.
1: Show.
2: They'll, they'll so, confirm.
1: They don't drink yeah. it. They don't like when you even mention it, honestly. Okay. So we should We apologize. On. Yeah, but I, I think, and not saying us too, but I think somebody could come up with a better New Year's song than for Auld Lang Syne.
2: Although Let's, it is why hilarious. Not us?
1: Um We don't do songwriting. We can't? We could do a Bucks specific one.
2: Ah, uh, it's too late. Though.
1: I will say it's kind of hilarious to watch Mariah Carey singing this Scottish song, and like a very nice dress with fireworks behind her, and then like the insur- the electronic music starts. It's like, what are we doing here?
2: Anyway, it is yes, it is the holiday season. We yeah. we we're talking we're talking Mariah Carey, we're talking fireworks, we're talking Scottish songs, but also. You know what? Every here's, here's the thing. We're doing a fun New Year's resol- resolution theme pod. One thing that everyone should have as their New Year's resolution is subscribing yeah. to this feed. Whether it be a YouTube podcast platform of choice, make sure you're subscribed. Check out all of the GSPN content at gspn.info. Uh, but yeah, if you would make that uh, your New Year's resolution, that would warm our hearts dearly. It's going to be a big year on this. I
1: would just, I won't say any more right now. I would recommend getting in now if you're not in already. And I know a lot of listeners have been in for a long time, so very much appreciate that.
2: It's going to be a movie. Mm. Speaking of
1: movies, Avatar 2? No, I'm just kidding. Don't listen to make time for this for that. <laughs> Buck's New Year's resolutions. Let's get into it. So Rohan and I challenged ourselves. We're each going to do two resolutions. I have a bonus one. I'm I'm a POS, but... One is for the Bucs as a team, so something that the Bucs should resolve for. This is the content you're probably most used to from us, right? Us giving our uncultured opinions on what Bud and John Horst and the players should do. The second one, though, is going to be a resolution for Bucks watchers. I don't say fans, because I always think it's kind of weird when we call ourselves fans. I mean, we root for the Bucs, but it's kind of different than that, so I just say watchers, but more or less a resolution for Bucs fans, and we're going to each share one of those. So... I have Rohan. I said you could go first. You were worried we might have the same one for the Bucks. And if we do, I will go with a backup resolution. But oh, and the caveat we couldn't do health because A, you can't just resolve to be healthy and free from ailments and illnesses. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. And B, it's too much of an obvious pick. Everyone who watches the Bucks right now can pretty much tell the one thing they need the most. Obviously, they have to get healthy. They can't do much about that. Neither can we,
2: for sure. And with that, my uh, New Year's resolution for the Bucks themselves is, uh, you know, you know, Ty. This is going to be a little bit wholesome. Sharing is caring, and by that, mm. I mean pass the damn ball. <laughs> oh,
1: brother, we might uh, ours are very similar.
2: Okay, <laughs> I, I was afraid. So.
1: Yeah, I was hoping you um, would do defense. That's okay.
2: No, this is something that I was, uh, I was at the, uh, I was at the game against the Timberwolves. Actually, very nice. She, uh, see, shout out to my girlfriend for that, but, uh, Oh my
1: God, the pod reveal. Let's just keep it moving. But wow. Uh, huge moment.
2: Uh, but, uh, it was just like you, you constantly see. We just lost te- 300 subscribers, by the way. <laughs> That's why I told them to subscribe beforehand. Uh, <laughs> uh but, uh, you, you see a lot of the times in this current stretch of Bucs basketball where they're having like a little bit of a little bit of a losing streak. They've lost what? One, two, three, four, five of their last six games uh, as we're recording this on a Monday. Um, you see that lo- uh, losing streak, Cleveland, Brooklyn, Boston, Chicago. Then you even see the win against Minnesota in the first half of that. That's the game I'm referring to. You see a lot, a lot of isolation heavy basketball. And this is something that we've talked about ad nauseum. I feel like at this point in the season, where again, due to health, due to a lot of players being out, due to key contributors being out, key ball handlers being out, you see a lot of the offense get bogged down. You see, uh, just a lot of, uh, setups. Like literally every time Bobby Portis is on the court, you're like, okay, let's, let's do a little side pick and roll action to get him set up in the post. Uh, let's, uh, and uh, anytime Drew holiday is out there with the bench units. Okay. Drew, what kind of weird shot can you take? Uh, Giannis is going to isolate a lot cause he's Giannis and he's, he's obviously the best one suited to do that. Uh, but, uh,
1: so currently? Let, let's, let's just roll our, our, these two into one. Mine was getting Giannis more involved in offense. So he is 10th in isolation possessions, number of possessions this season in the NBA the list is full of the guys you would expect, like Luca, etc. This year, Giannis 41, 41st percentile at ISO efficiency in the NBA. So bottom half of the league, 0. 0.87 points per possession. He may be most well suited amongst all those Bucks guys, but it has not been a good possession for the Bucks this season, despite all the success we've seen Giannis have. I wonder no, if for some, sure, of, for sure. some of this, I, I wonder yeah. if it's like semi-transition drives that aren't counting as ISO that work better for him cuz it doesn't it doesn't feel like 41 per, 41st percentile but it also hasn't felt great a lot of the time cuz his jumper has been very hit or miss
2: yeah you see that and like that's that doesn't surprise me a lot and to be clear i was saying best suited on the bucks yeah um, no I, I knew you didn't mean the league yeah yes yes uh, but that you you have seen that like i'm not surprised when you say he's 41st after not looking at, up that stat because you see a lot of the times, I think the Boston game on Christmas was most emblematic of that. When you just see Giannis, just isolation after isolation, mid, mid-range mid jumper after mid-range jumper. And it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, get involved, set a screen, do something. Like, I, I recognize that like, Chris Middleton has been out. He, Chris Middleton, again, 36 games into the season, he's missed 29 of them. That's still that's still a thing. Again, if that if we could cheat and say get healthy, that would be a resolution. Because please get healthy. We we'll love God. Get healthy, Chris Middleton. Because I feel like he would solve a lot of these problems as a primary ball handler. But you're just seeing this. The assist numbers are just not going down at all against the uh, against the Celtics. You see, are you see, 22 assists against Brooklyn. You see, 17 assists. They have not hit 30 assists uh, in a game. Uh, They've hit that one, two times this season. This entire season, they've hit it two times. In the NBA, they are ranked 18th in assists per game. The goddamn Golden State Warriors are damn near averaging 30 assists a
1: game. (laughs) The
2: Spurs are third, Ty. Yeah, the
1: Spurs. Well, sometimes teams without offensive talent need assists to score at all, okay. but okay. clearly let's, they let's, don't have let's, enough. Let's,
2: let's go through the list: Warriors, Nuggets, Spurs, Pacers, Nuggets Suns, yeah, yeah, Kings, Celtics, Nets, Pelicans, Utah, Minnesota. Like mm. there's okay, there's a, there's a few outliers in here by the Spurs, yeah. Timberwolves, but then you see Grizzlies, even the Hornets, the Lakers, yeah. It's, so, like, abysmal. You see all of the top – the top offenses in the league are top, like, 10, off, like, assist teams. It's them and the, the Nets. Bucks. It's, it's going
1: to be all the teams in the Nets because it's like, okay, we have Katie and Kyrie. We just don't have to. And it's like, yeah, fair. The Bucs don't have that. The Nets are eighth. Oh, okay. Well, never mind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Nets are eighth and assist for you. Like, you, you see all the top offenses, like, and – it's just like all the teams below them. You're like, okay, yeah, I understand why these teams are getting blown out. It's the Thunder. It's the Knicks. It's the Clippers. It's the Raptors. It's the Pistons. It's the Mavericks. It's the Rockets. Like, y- you just see, like, these teams, they know what they're doing on the offensive end. They have an offensive identity Time. We know that the Bucks have a defensive identity. That's how they've built their team. Their identity overall as a team is defense. But you need to have – there's two sides of the, that same coin, which is the game. Like, you have your defensive identity. Where is your offensive identity? And, again, I bring up that Timberwolves game because you saw in the first half they weren't passing the ball a lot. You were getting seeing a lot of isolation basketball. But then in that third quarter, the third quarter where everything started to turn around, you saw the Bucs uh, come back from that double-digit deficit and end up winning big, is because you saw a lot of bench players in the game who were moving the ball, who were getting guys set up. And one guy who, in particular, who's been really, really good at that is Joe Ingles. And I think he's going to be the guy who sort of tries to unlock that aspect of the Milwaukee Bucks. Because even though he's been struggling, he has been struggling uh, on the offensive end whether and on defense, whether he's where he's getting blown by on the defensive end. But you see, he's not shooting the ball well. He has a lot of turnovers, but he is getting those assist numbers up. He is the point guard of the bench unit. Like he he's the guy who's going to have the ball in his hands a lot, not even on the bench unit. Even when you see guys like Giannis on the floor, you see Joe Ingles is the one bringing the ball up the court. He's the one setting up offense. He's the one initiating. He's the one passing out of the pick and roll. And that's one that's like the that's what we thought we could get from Joe Ingles. And we're starting to see it a little bit. If that takes off, that is something that could really, really be beneficial for this Bucks team going forward.
1: Even though he's largely looked like crap out there, and he's still playing less minutes than most other rotation guys, just because they're easing him in, he's leads the bu- the non big three bucks in assists per game already at three point three. Like the only ones higher are Drew, Giannis, Chris in that order. Also, I looked up to find out are there bucks well, more well suited to you know taking ISO possessions than Giannis? This the NBA stats has five bucks with enough possessions to count here. I'm going to give you their names. I want you to rank them and how you think they, they finish. And I'll give you the okay. stats. So it's Giannis, Drew Holiday, Bobby Portis, Chris Middleton, and Javon Carter.
2: Um, Efficiency I'm say,
1: best to worst.
2: I'm going to say Bobby's probably up there. Uh, I'll go Bobby probably because it's a meme, Javon. Uh, then, uh, then Drew, Giannis, Chris.
1: You could not have done worse. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could have you could have done a little worse. Chris is first, despite like of course. like Rusty Chris seven games played. He uh, he's scoring one point per possession, sixty seventh percentile in ISO. Then it's Giannis. Then Bobby's pretty close behind. So that's why I said you could do a little worse. Bobby's 0.79 to Giannis's 0.87. Drew is 0.51 points per possession, which is the fourth percentile in the NBA which is very bad. You score two points if you make bucket. 0. 0.4 point is a lot less than two points, or 0. 0.5 points is a lot less than two points. That's, not good.
2: You're, you're scoring one bucket every, what is that, eight possessions? Yeah. Yeah, one point per
1: four. So, yeah, well, yeah, it's, that's bad. <laughs> um, and then Javon is 0. 0.5 exactly, so not 0.51. That's... Th- third percentile, basically. See, I, thought,
2: I thought it was going to be a trick question.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know he, that's only on, they're only logging 12 possessions. NBA stats is kind of a mess for Javon. So it's a very, very low. That's 40, stopped a mess. 47, 47 possessions for drew that have just not been very good. Yeah. That's not so good. just going to say Jordan Clarkson is like 0. 0.9 points per isolation possession. Just looked up that while I was on this list for no real reason. But yeah, I, I agree. And I think, you know, the passing, for me, I just focus on Giannis doing too much. Even with these guys out, he's ISOing too much and taking too much load. He's second now in the NBA in usage. Somehow, Joel Embiid is first again. Like, James Harden's on your team. What is James Harden doing exactly? I, whatever. Um, he's, uh,
2: he's investing in establishments back in Houston. It's pretty
1: crazy. Pretty crazy story to, for him to have come out in the middle of their good season. Like, it's just like, yeah, things are going pretty well. We're about to get Tyrese Maxey back. So glad – this is Daryl Morey. So glad I got James. His PPRM QSR is still top 10 in the league. Uh, we really need to go get uh, Eric Gordon, every other former Rocket. Oh, what did James just say? Oh, biscuits. I don't know why I he was that.
2: He, he didn't like it there because of me? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, James. Um, but so Embiid is first in usage, Giannis is second. Giannis's usage percentage is 37.6. It's a career high for him. He's never hit 37 before. These are the last five seasons, which is basically the rest of the Bud Bucks years. 34, 32, 36.3, 31.4, and 30.7. So he's usually closer to 30 than 40. This would only be the second time he's above 35. The 36% season was an MVP year, but so is the 31% season. So that's the amount of possessions that are ending on a Giannis shot or pass, basically. And it's like he's he's involved more than ever before, and I think it's not good for the Bucs. Here's an interesting one, though, with Giannis and thinking about, like, yeah, you want to get him rolling, you know, off screens, as a role man, everything else, you know, cutting to the basket, DHOs, all the fun stuff. One of his best play types by efficiency, and this is like... This is a siren song I've heard before, and I wanted to crash my boat and risk it all for the siren. Do you know what sirens are? Yes. Okay. Ready to risk it all for this one. One of his best play types by efficiency this year pick and roll ball handler. The Bucks have Ooh. scored 1.04 points per possession when Giannis is the one handling on screens, which is 85th.8th percentile in the league. So he's how been many, one of the how top. How many possessions? Well, now I gotta go look.
2: Oh, sorry. I'll give it to but, you in a uh, second. But yeah, you—it's—it is a good play. The—the the one that comes to mind immediately is—I think I tweeted about this the other day. It was against the—who uh, was it against? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, it was against the Bulls. It was against the Bulls when Giannis is the ball handler. Ninety-nine and, possessions. Okay, that's so
1: ten percent frequency. So yeah, it's not—it's not infrequent.
2: Yeah. So whenever you see Giannis sitting at the top of the key with the ball and a guard comes to come set a screen, so it's an inverted pick and roll, and they immediately flip the screen and Giannis is going left and then goes right towards the basket, it's a poster dunk every single time. It's absolutely a poster dunk because they're not expecting, like the big who's on Giannis is not expecting the screen to be flipped. Uh, they're already setting up for them uh, for Giannis to go right, but then they flip the screen uh, and Giannis is going left, and then he just gets a wide open path to the, through the lane, and someone smaller has to come and uh, help, and just gets dunks on uh, into oblivion. Yeah. It's one of my favorite plays, uh, like what are like the Costa Kufis dunk uh, mm. against the Kings a few years ago, the Zach Levine dunk uh, uh, against the Bulls, the Luca dunk from like a few years back. Like these are these are those are all the same play over and over again. And you just see it time and time again. Those are very, very efficient possessions if you get the defense set the right way. Yeah. Uh so Giannis, like Giannis being a ball handler in pick and roll is going to be a good play. I love how I love how we keep oscillating this because we saw a lot of, it's just going back to the dark days. You see, like, oh, put the ball in Giannis's yeah. hands, point Giannis. And then it's like, oh God, get the ball out of Giannis's hands, <laughs> have him be a secondary playmaker. Oh my God, get Giannis the ball in his hand. Again.
1: Well, I think the, the important thing is like we want it we want Giannis on the ball a lot late, but not the whole game. Yep. Like it's like Correct. it's like a it's like a death lineup, right? Like the Warriors Draymond They like they never started it because you're asking too much of Draymond to play center all year. You're asking too much of Giannis to do Luka stuff all year. Because the difference is Giannis has to work a lot harder. To you know, have that usage rate. It's insane that Embiid does it, and it's probably related to the fact that Embiid usually has trouble getting through a full postseason. It's a lot of miles on a big guy, and I, I think even he probably a little less physical work than Giannis because a lot of his points are at the free throw line, way more than Giannis. And I mean, he's also he is, not
2: the ball handler that Giannis is.
1: Yeah, true. He has to get he gets it in the post already. He doesn't have to maneuver from the top of the key through defenses to the post. Through more defenders to the rim, which is what Giannis is doing, and Giannis doesn't rely on free throws as much. I mean, maybe he shoots nearly as much, but Embiid is a free throw merchant now. That's the the saddest thing about the Embiid Harden combo over there. So I, I think you know, but you see, like guys like Luca Harden, you know, whoever else, position players. I mean, so many of those points can be you know, start to cut through the rim, make a pass, bunch of jumpers, everything else. Giannis is having to do a lot more physical labor, and the Bucks, quite honestly, have higher ambitions than a team like the Mavericks this season. You don't want him doing this much. So I agree. I think more passing is good, and then just more, more useful implementations of Giannis. I do think part of the issue, Bud gets a lot of flack for this, I think Giannis kind of looks around sometimes and goes, I'm not going to wait for Javon Carter to give me the ball. I'm good. I'm Giannis. I'm just going to take it, right? And I think there's There's a level of respect he needs to have for a ball handler. And I think maybe the biggest thing for Ingles is that it seems like Ingles is there. Like he's willing to go run off screens when it's Ingles. But in these games where like Drew is not out there, Chris is not, we know Chris, he trusts implicitly. These other guys, I feel like he's kind of like, yeah, I've seen what Grayson does with the ball. I'm all right. I'm good. In my minutes, I will, I'll just do it all. No worries, Grayson. Like, does that not seem to you? Like it's kind of, and I kind of understand why. I think he doesn't, takes over a little too much. But also, I do kind of get it.
2: You, you, you get it. You know, like you understand. Like, I think like looking around the guys on the court and you're
1: like, yeah, I got this. Yeah, no, I point Bobby, no thanks. No, 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 that's okay. Thanks, but no thanks. Like that's yeah. – and I, I do think that, that's an element people miss. It's like Bud should just tell Giannis to pass. It's like one, he probably does. I would assume he does. Two, in the NBA, like, you know, getting a star player to do exactly what you want is really hard. Really, really hard. Even guys like Giannis. And we have reporting on this. We know getting Giannis to be more of a screener in crunch time was a really hard thing to do. And that's why they won a championship. But it's much, much harder to be like, you know, hey, Giannis, go go five ball screens in a row from Javon Carter. He's a fine player. Not a good enough player for Giannis to be like, yeah, sure, I'll give Javon the ball. Versus Chris Middleton, who it's like, yeah, okay, we won a title doing that. Chris is great. That's fine. So I think that's... That's a big part of it. It's more complicated than people think of just being like, okay, Giannis, you're DeAndre Jordan for the next four minutes. It's not happening.
2: Yeah, that is the biggest compliment that you've ever given someone on the pod D- is comparing DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. I, I just meant roll, but sure. <laughs> DeAndre listening. Said, yeah, he's like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, they think I should, they, they think Giannis should be like me
1: i should have said dwight just so i could have talked about the insane celebrity military training show he's oh my god on.
2: what is that called special forces or whatever i don't know yeah i think that's what it's called when i saw the commercial i was like dwight howard
1: <laughs> he must have did that and then went right to china he's having an interesting taiwan taiwan, taiwan 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 sorry yeah china he'd not be able to do what he's doing right now
2: yep uh <laughs> but that is I was like Dwight. who else is in there I think Mike Piazza is in there too <laughs> it's a bunch
1: <laughs> of random celebrities and then Dwight it's just yeah. alright man um, okay so my so mine was Giannis, yes. but I'll give another one because I, I wanted to have a backup in case we did have the same one and we
0: did we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with Indeed
1: Let's end the Jordan Wara situation.
2: Yo, what do you want to do to Jordan Wara?
1: <laughs> <laughs> either, either trade him or play him. Either oh, trade him okay. or play him. I was like, what? No, I don't. No, Jesus.
2: Rohan, relax.
1: I just think, I do Let's think. Let's end the Jordan Wara. Oh, <laughs> it's just sad when, like, he's not playing in games that Mamu and AJ Green are playing a lot, and everyone is like, where's Jordan Wara? It's like, oh, maybe they're just not playing. They have a trade agreed to already, and they're holding him out until he's trade eligible. And he comes in and plays two minutes. And quite honestly, the two minutes he played against the Wizards, based on just those two minutes, okay, he probably should have played a lot more in this game, because he was initiating offense, actually doing a pretty good job, spraying some good passes, scored a couple times. I think one bucket he made, and then he made a couple free throws after he got fouled. It's like, all right, that's pretty good work, Jordan Wara, but... I just think, and maybe it's bigger than just Wara. It might be like the wing situation in general. They really need some consolidation. I mean, or just some guys won't play. But I think right now this system of like, okay, Marjon's not going to play even before he got sick for a little bit, so Wara can play, and then Wara is not going to play, so Marjon and West can play, and then West's not going to play. I just feel like it's generally unproductive to cycle through guys to this extent, and I think they just have too many. So I say Wara because. It feels like he's the most likely to be traded out of that group. Marjan, too high on. Wes, like, minimum contract. And I don't know. I don't know who's looking. Maybe the Lakers. I don't know. I don't know who's looking at West. Like, oh, we need that guy right now. But I just think it's a little messy. And I think the Bucks roster is screaming for consolidation. And I think if you're not going to play Wara, I think he does deserve to go play somewhere.
2: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, he's we, we've given him some flack in the past for good reason. Uh, about his play, but uh, he is he has been a decent player. Uh, he like another team would love that. I've I've always said that Jordan War is going to be either. like, I think he's going to be a Rocket. He's destined to be a Houston Rocket. Yeah, uh, just because they they need more guys who just need the ball in their hands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why, and that's that's why they're going after James Harden. They just they want the ultimate guy. I mean, they, they, they want to be able to chart like an evolution, like like Pokemon evolutions. You want to see like. <laughs> First, first year, first year, Jalen Green, then you're Kevin Porter Jr., and then you're James Harden. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just the hierarchy. It's like Digimon. Uh, sure, I know what that is. Uh, oh my
1: God, I can't what? with you some days.
2: What you should be happy I made a Pokemon. I, I was, but
1: now it's gone. Now I feel old again, you're
2: expecting too much of me. Yeah, uh, but uh, Jordan, yeah, that's that's a good one. Just remedy the situation because it's not going to happen on this team. Might as well make something out of the asset.
1: I don't know. I don't know who the Bucks would get, but get him like the Spurs or something. That'd yeah. be kind of fun. That movement offense, he's jacking up threes, driving to the rim. I just, I hope he can play somewhere I, there's something there. I still believe that. There I is just,
2: something there. For I'm sure.
1: just much less convinced the Bucks are going to be the ones to find it because of the resources they have to develop. And you know, every minute he plays now is going to be a minute people are saying, "Well, where's Marjan? Who looked like a rookie." uh against Washington that's for sure but it's going to have some He had some sometimes.
2: really good moments though. Yeah. It's really nice moments. Yeah. But that's what you that's what you're going to get with a guy in uh in his first year who hasn't played like at a super high level of basketball before coming into the league. Yeah. Um you're going to see these rookie moments and you know why? Cuz he's a rookie. But yeah, yeah I agree Remedy the Jordan Morris situation that's a good one.
1: All right, Bucks watchers resolutions. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go?
2: Uh you can go first.
1: This one is the one I need to take to heart, to be honest. Um, and I have a bonus one of these that I'll get to later too. Give some grace to players returning from long absences, which is harder to do than I think people maybe realize. But its I know it's difficult as a Bucks watcher because, like, you want guys back so bad because the basketball we have to watch in the meantime because they're out is pretty horrendous at times. I mean – we're one game from the Bucks being 500 after the nine-game winning streak to start. They're plus 10 right now, right? So uh, it's it's pretty much evaporated that that great start. They're still pretty close to first, but whatever. Um, like Ingles is one where I kind of gave up a little early. He had a really good game against the Wolves. Didn't look like I gave up too early in the first Wizards game. But, you know, still, still working his way back. Surge, I think people were really upset with Surge last night. I think he hadn't played in 19 games, whether that's because of injury and illness and in some case just not needing him. But still, it's hard to not play for nearly 20 games and then come back and play. And then Chris, when he's back again, will be another good one. Even Drew with these mini breaks, Drew usually takes a couple games. I just think, I just see too often, oh, these guys don't care about the fans and oh, you know, the NBA, they're just giving guys off. Like, no, these guys are dealing with injuries and rushing them back would be stupid, and the Bucs aren't a team who does that, and I'm quite frankly very glad about this. Did you see the P.J. Tucker thing? No. Oh, he's got a nerve issue in his hand. This oh, is what God. he's calling it, dead hand. He's like, yeah, I'm dealing with dead hand, but I'm still playing and starting. Oh,
2: no. Yeah. And it's just oh, like, God. I'm so
1: glad the Bucs aren't a team who are like, yeah, guy who already has trouble doing anything offensively with a dead, dead hand. His words yeah, go ahead, PJ. Go stand in the corner for thirty minutes tonight with your dead hand.
2: It's insane. That is ridiculous. I also thought that Drew had missed more than three games in a row. It feels uh, like a billion. It does. It does. Which is emblematic of your point. Like, give these guys a break. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's okay dealing with non-COVID illness, which I'm not going to speculate as to what it is. Yeah, uh, but there's
1: been a, there's been a few things that are sweeping the nation right or the world right now.
2: Yes, yes. Keep up to date on all your shots, people. Um, but yeah, just, just, just be. How about, how about this? Just be nice. Yeah. Like, be good. Be a good person. I don't <laughs> want to get too
1: carried away with what I was asking, people.
2: That's fair. That is. It is a difficult ask, but it shouldn't be, Ty. It I
3: agree.
2: Uh, yeah, just be be a considerate human being when talking about other human beings. Like, it's not. You should you should do that in all aspects. of life. The
1: internet says. No, I don't think I will.
2: <laughs>
1: Unfortunately.
2: Ah, we're gonna try though. Yeah. We we we're on the internet. This is yeah. this is the internet. Did we insult anyone on this pod?
1: No. I don't think just just the that song. But otherwise I think this has been a pretty good one.
2: The Philly Philly staff?
1: <laughs> yeah. I think they have it coming though. Yeah. Take care of our national treasure, PJ Tucker.
2: Yeah, international treasure actually. Yeah, I can't believe National Treasure Three is going to be a thing. Uh, without Nick Cage, it's really not. No, it in will my be house. with Nick Cage. Oh, I
1: thought. Oh, they made a series without. Yeah, it. they made a series oh, without. Nick yeah, Cage. I'll watch the movie. Yeah. Anyway, they
2: made a they made a series, and uh, apparently, I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> I didn't watch it, but I saw a spoiler. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that's a good one. Um, and mine, mine, mine sort of, sort of plays into that one. Uh, my resolution yeah. is to uh, just just take it easy on Coach Bud uh, because we're seeing a a, like because we, we we are we are necess- like we we are critical as necessary, but not everything. He doesn't control everything. I think people need to yeah. recognize that he does not control who sits. He does not control like uh, who's going to be playing. That's that's the uh, that's the athletic training staff who makes those decisions. Uh, he is not the one who, uh, who even if he has a fantastic game plan, he's not going to be the one that says, "Hey, Drew Holiday, go take like a step back corner three. Uh, hey, production. Bucks, turn it over
1: nine times in the first quarter.
2: <laughs> exactly, he's not going to be the one doing that. And one of the fair things you could say is credit for criticism is like lineups. Yeah, like oh, what is what are these lineups out there? Why isn't why isn't Marjan playing? That's a good one. Uh, one. Uh, he was sick for a while. He needs to get back into conditioning, and ever since he has, he's been playing. Uh, you could the, A fair criticism is why didn't he play against the Celtics? That is fair. Uh, because you saw a lot of Wes Matthews in that game, uh, even though Marjan has just outplayed Wes yeah. recently uh, and just deserves minutes over him. I love you, Wes, but you're, you're going to be more of a teacher role. It's <laughs> not been good. It has not yeah. been good. Yeah, but he still has a role in this team. Go, go, help develop the young guys.
1: Um, He's going to be next to Damari Carroll next year, and I root for it.
2: Yeah, Damari Carroll seemingly has been doing a fantastic job as a development guy. Uh, he, he. Uh, have you, do you follow him on Twitter? No, no. He he occasionally tweets sometimes. Oh, it's I like do. I love. It was like after a, it was after like a big Marjan game. He was oh, like, I, I love to that. see the guys. When you put in like you, you put in the work with them and you see them succeed, it's like, hell yeah, Duari. Yeah.
1: Like, that rules.
2: Yeah. Uh he seems to be having a great this job. Is this gonna be Damari's
1: those. first ring if they win this year? Yeah. He doesn't have one, right? Oh, that'd be no. cool. That'd be cool to get Damari Carroll. Add him to the list of guys we could get rings this year.
2: I believe so. I could be wrong, but I believe so. I'll look it up. Um but yeah, just 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 be nicer. Like if if again with the lineups as well, there's a lot of guys out. Like what do you what do you expect them to do? Uh, Like, at least he's trying stuff. Like, you saw, you mentioned in that Wolves game, you saw Mamu and AJ Green out there with Giannis, and you're like, okay, okay, let's see, let's see what happens here. You're trying stuff. Again, I'm not saying don't be critical. Like, you can be critical, just be, be fair about it. Like, y- he's not in control of everything, is my main point.
1: Yeah. I, even, even if you think about it, like, the injury reporting stuff isn't really him. I mean, he's not the one – I mean, he he's the one who speaks, but like team PR or whatever usually gives the updates for other injuries. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I like that resolution. Certainly not saying – I think he's dropped – I mean, to your point of like we're, we're, we're being critical of him where it makes sense, I think he dropped to zero in the buck stock market this week. So it's not like we're saying, you know, oh, yeah, Bud is unquestionably great and his stock is rising. He's had some bad games here. It's also a pretty trying time to be a coach when – this many players, key players are out for
2: sure, and like, especially like when you see Serge Ibaka playing, he he's not the one saying, "Hey, Brooke, go get two fouls real quick." Yeah, like what yeah. else he's supposed to do in that situation? Yeah, yeah, it's I, I think, Serge made a, made a log too yesterday. Bud probably loved that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh,
1: the roster is not as good as we thought either, which also makes Bud's job harder. There are guys that we thought could be relied upon in these situations who have just not been able to be relied upon in these situations. For sure. George like, Hill uh, being sick has been like, oh, oh, no, not George Hill. Just how did we get here, man? This is brutal.
2: I mean, that's credit credit to George yeah. Hill, though, because he's been playing like elite basketball for yeah. his level in these last few games where he's actually had a role because he, he went through a stretch where he was just getting DMPs, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: most most and, most bench guys have it's outside of like Bobby and Pat at some point this season.
2: Yeah, like he he didn't play in one two three four five straight games, or four straight games, and then he was getting like sixteen minutes, like twenty minutes. Like he he had never played. He's played over twenty five minutes in a game, I think, twice this season. Or no, wait, it's way more than that. It's one two three. It's like six times. Yeah. Seven times. But. Uh, He's only played over 30 minutes a game once, and that was that OKC game where no one played.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. Um, okay, so, I have a bonus resolution. Oh, please. Let's hear it. Can we stop for Bucks watchers? Stop doing standings watch in very early January, very late December, whatever. There's, I can't even count how many times, oh, the Bucs really don't care about home court. This is really going to bite them down the road. I think they care to an extent. They don't care enough to risk the health of their players, which is smart. They, it's not that they don't care at all about this. I think they want to win basketball games. I think we saw that when they started out with nine wins in a row when the team was a little bit more stable, even though they were also missing some guys. But even with all of the all of the downtrend and the tough start and basically going 500 after that first nine games, they're two and a half games out of first in the East as we record and first in the NBA. So it's not like they've totally punted their season and it's impossible that they finish with a top record. Like there's just too much credence given to every game when there's more than half of the games remaining on an 82-game schedule. Like, you know, if they end up one game out of first or whatever at the end of it because of one of these games, I'm not going to be sick because they made sure that Giannis and Chris and Drew and everyone else was healthy by the playoffs because as we saw – that matters a lot more than their seating. They were they had to go into Boston and they pushed them to seven games without Chris. I don't know I think the Chris part of that is a lot more important than where the game seven was, personally.
2: For sure, for sure. Like, again, there's so much basketball left to be played. We're not even at the halfway mark yet. Like, just 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 to take to take a page out of uh Wisconsin Sports lore. No. Oh, Ax,
1: you did it less creepy. Thankfully, relax. Yeah.
2: I, I thought about I thought about just going right up to the mic, but then I was like, no,
1: oh, I'm not gonna do the whole thing. <laughs> it's very weird. Um, and the, the the actual play is more important than the record, anyway. For sure, they're not gonna so be you, a play you, you team.
2: Be- yeah, exactly. And even if they are, they're going to be the best playing team. in the history. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a small history. But like, That'd be it, bad. It it, it matters. Like obviously, yes, if they're a playing team, yes, you should be concerned. Yeah, that's different. But they're still a, they're still a top. Like like you said, they're two and a half games out of the best record in the entire league. Just it's not it ain't that serious, you know.
1: They're a lot closer to first than they are seventh. They have yeah. five and a half games on Miami for the seventh record, seventh best record in the East. So that's the top playing. So they're two and a half behind Boston, five and a half ahead of the Heat. So it's just I think we're good.
2: It's okay. There's yeah. a lot of basketball left to be played. The Bucs take it this way be, be optimistic. I'm I like to think I'm a glass half full type of person. Oh. The yeah. Bucs have been dealing. With so many injuries, you've been seeing so much drama. Giannis has not been playing at a Giannis level. Two and a half games out of the best record in the league. Yeah, what the only if you want to be if you want to be all doom and gloom about this team, you also have to recognize that the only way for this team to go is up. Not yeah,
1: <laughs> just get healthy. That's all. If they do that, I still think they could win title. I think they need to improve this roster, and that's the other I resolution so. is to do that. I think there's a chance with this roster. I just think there's a better chance with a little bit of an upgraded offensive presence
2: oh for sure this team this team has what it takes to win a title can you can you increase that chance absolutely should you increase that chance absolutely yeah but this team can win a title
1: you know what i had something to end on here something a little interesting but i think it's fair that we're i think trades are coming up more often than past years trade talk at least I think it's fair, given what we've had to watch. I mean, if you're not going to give us good basketball to talk about, this is what happens. So I was listening to the the. I think the most recent low post. There was some Clippers talk. I thought this was interesting. The Clippers always swing big deals at the last second, whatever. Um, Zach was talking about what they have to trade and upgrade, and even talking about like Boyan Bogdanovich. And basically, what he said was people forget they have a first. It's a 28 or 29 first, but they have a first. And if they're willing to unprotect it, that gets them into a lot of conversations for players like Bojan Bogdanovic. Like, you're not a star player for one sole first years down the road, but he was like, I I think these role players, like these maybe elite role players who are available, one unprotected first, even if it's that far away, that really gets you in the door. And I was just sitting there going, you know, who else has few salary blocks and unprotected first to offer in 2029 in the past. I was more wanting to hold that
2: The Lakers.
1: They have two unprotected first. If the Lakers, if, 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 if Troy Weaver gets two Lakers first or even one, honestly for Bojan with the way that franchise looks right now, God bless. That's great work. But the bucks have salary. They have a first round pick in 29. And I do feel like before the season, you know, we did our trade pods, and I was like, hold that first. It's your only first for two years to be able to trade everything else. Now, given the injury status and age of Drew and Chris, and I think, you know, there's going to have to pivot from some point. It's going to be hard to do cleanly. There might be a gap year at some point like the Warriors had. Who knows? But I'm down to spend the first. Like, let's do everything we can to win the title every year. Uh, I'm not worried about that asset. I want to hold Marjon still. But that first, if if Bojan is available, Jordan Clarkson, guys like that, who it's like, yeah, he does stuff. It's not these there's some of these trades like, oh, Josh Richardson. I don't know if that Josh matters. Josh Richardson. Yeah, well yeah. I'm You're like saying Josh Richardson. My mentions get dark.
2: Cam oh Reddish. God.
1: There's these guys who's does like he even play for the Spurs. Right now? That's yeah, why. That's so the Spurs. That, so the Spurs so a, was, he's just a, a Derek White Doug McBuckets.
2: Dougie McBuckets would
1: be kind of fun. Kind of fun. I wouldn't trade the first, obviously. No, but there's no, no, there's no, some no. of these guys people just don't. I'm just like, if it's not a clear upgrade over like, all these Bo- bench Bo- guys, we're talking. Is about.
2: a clear upgrade.
1: Bo- yeah, I think Clarkson too.
2: Clarkson too. Like, I think those are my those are my top two. Crowder. Those are my top two.
1: Crowder's a clear upgrade over Wes, who is still playing that's off and on. That's,
2: that's a, true. that's a different like, role than what we're talking about, but. He's not a clear upgrade over anyone who's currently firmly in the rotation. Fair.
1: But the problem is there's a couple of squishy spots in the rotation. He would firm up that one of the fair. lower spots. That is
2: fair. But he but would not be as – yeah. That's why Boyan and Clarkson are my top two.
1: Boyan would be. Oh, my, oh my God. They can get But the problem it, is how do you get to 20 problem. million?
2: Yeah. Grayson Ingles Hill? Yeah, you'd have to do that.
1: Something like that? Or maybe yeah. if you really like Ingles, I think you could probably do like – God, did you Grayson Hill, Wara? That's like free, fifteen you'd million.
2: A, you'd be freeing up a lot of roster spots.
1: I think I do think whatever they do will do that. I think they're going to sniff around buyouts because I know like the Clippers. I think uh, Covington's going to be one of the guys they trade because he's not playing. If he goes to a bad team and gets bought out, I think the Bucks would absolutely swoop in and be like, oh, we didn't trade for Jay Crowder. How about we just sign Robert Covington?"
2: Yeah, that could be a team. I hear. You. I'm, I'm gonna fake put. i not fake. I'm gonna try to try to put this together right now.
1: Yeah, uh, I just so I feel Bullion's, like they want to hold angles.
2: a nineteen and a half.
1: Okay, under twenty, it's better.
2: So if you do Grayson, if you do Hill, um, that's that's twelve and a half. If oh, you do
1: War? I might get yeah. you there.
2: You had Wara in there. Let's try
1: this. I think that's going to go through. I, the Jan 15th thing will come up. No, but nope. How close? Um,
2: seventy
1: five thousand. Oh, so yeah, okay. So anyone else, basically?
2: Yeah. So let's say you include. I don't know. Who do? You, who would you include though? At that point, Wes. That's sad, but. Eight, like, otherwise, you, you can't... Two ways don't count. No, three, they, uh, yeah,
1: there's zero dollars. 75000 is tough. That's brutal.
2: It's That's that's how much it is, though.
1: I wonder... Yeah, I don't think there's any way around that, either. Like, a trade exception's not helping you.
2: No. Otherwise, you'd have to trade one of West, Thanasis, Javon...
1: We know it won't now. beat Thanasis. I don't
2: think it'll that. be any of those guys. Like, I think you have to do Ingles. Yeah. Yeah, unless, unless you, you trade some, somebody, you somehow turn it into a three-team trade involving Wara. Hey, we we trust in John Horse, baby. We do. But if you do, if you do Ingles Wara or Ingles Hill Allen, that gets you there.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely.
2: Ingles Engle and,
1: and Allen together is what nearly sixteen million. So that's like, or nearly 15, like, yeah, fifteen million. Like 50, nearly fifteen, 15. million. Yeah. So that's that that gets you in a lot of ballparks right away. Mm. Would so, you trade your the- son, Joe Ingles, and, and Jordan Wara for Bojan? My
2: son's Grayson Allen. Get my kids right.
1: Yeah, that's what I said.
2: I said Joe Ingles. I
1: thought I said your son and Joe Ingles. And- oh,
2: I thought you said your son, Joe No, 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 no. Your
1: son and Joe <laughs> Ingles and Jordan Wara for Bojan. And a first.
2: And a... Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll have to do another pot as the yeah. deadline approaches, which we will. Which
1: yeah. we will. Clarkson, by the way, is only $13 million, So it's a lot easier That's to get That's a lot there. easier. It's, it's a lot, lot easier. easier. Allen Alan and – is Alan, let me. – I'll check it now. But like Allen and Hill is almost there. Allen and yeah. Alan and War is almost – I'd rather do Allen and War, but I'm not too concerned yeah. about George Hill if I'm getting Jordan Clarkson either.
2: Yeah. Let me let me build the fake Jordan Clarkson trade right now since I – uh, That one up. works. Just Grayson and War? Yeah. I would Perfect. do that in the first, you for sure. Do, you, have to, you have to do first and some seconds, probably. Uh,
1: cool. I'm but in. That'll,
2: that'll get it done.
1: 20 Maybe. points per game. Imagine dropping a 20 point per game on large, like a lot of isolations. It's not like he's, you know, Duncan Robinson scoring a lot, right? Like he's just going out and doing that. Just drop that into this Bucks team.
2: What's the, their record the, right now? The Jazz?
1: No, the Bucs. Like if they had 20. Clarkson for this last – I'm saying if they had had Jordan Clarkson, oh okay,
2: okay, I it's was like, better. They're twenty, they're twenty-three and thirteen now. Like that, he's know, worth like, a
1: couple of wins at least, given what he's they've worth needed. A couple
2: of wins, yeah. I'd say are they like? I don't. I don't even want to speculate. Are they like twenty-eight wins? Or I was thinking
1: probably about twenty-eight with some of these games where he just like keeps them afloat.
2: Yeah, but also you have to recognize like Jordan Clarkson is not perfect. No, like he he's he might shoot you out of some games.
1: Yeah. But they were out of a lot of games to begin with because no one could shoot at all. So
2: yeah, I'll just win take, with take, take that Wizards game we just watched. Yeah, it was just three after three after three, and they were, yeah, they need some spice. AJ Green is it? Is he an NBA player? Like, I think maybe. I think maybe. By the way, he, I mean he's getting cooked possession after possession, but like that hasn't
1: stopped shooters from getting paid before. Exactly, Rohan, exactly. let this man make some bank.
2: I mean, yeah, I'm I'm fully supporting AJ Green. I miss you, Lindell, but still, that um, shot
1: making is it's it's striking, though. I mean, as an undrafted rookie, let me pull up his percentages this year. No, Iowa State is much bigger than Northern Iowa University. Northern Iowa, excuse me, NIU legend here. Where are
2: yeah? He's not a cyclone. uh, but we're just like, oh, my God. Like uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting a bunch of texts about AJ Green. While we're chatting in the Discord about AJ yeah. Green. We're like, oh, my God, AJ Green. They're, they're getting
1: cooked in his minutes, but I don't know if that's necessarily his fault. And he is shooting 50-44-100 so far.
2: He's taking a free throw?
1: Yeah. He's t- taking a couple. He's at .3 per game in 14 games. Let me look up the totals.
2: It's got to be like two. Two. It's probably two. Yeah, two. He probably got
1: fouled once and maybe three with the way he shoots. Yeah, three.
2: Or he take a technical. But it is just
1: like the shot four. He's four for four.
2: Hey, look at that AJ.
1: Yeah, and he is 6 for 8 from two. <laughs>
2: He's taking eight twos.
1: They're all I think they're almost all jumpers, but yeah.
2: But no, we're at that point where it's like just just to get back to the point where it's you see some semblance of shot making and you're like, oh, my God, this guy might need to play on this Bucks team because that's how oh, devoid of shot making they are. Clearly, Bud feels the same because he keeps getting minutes. Yeah, he keeps getting minutes. When he when he checked in the Timberwolves game, I was like, uh, I was like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I was like him and Mamu. I was like, oh, this is a weird bench. unit." I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, Giannis is out there. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, how many seconds are left in the quarter? Is he just trying to save a foul? Wait, no, there's like 10 minutes left in the quarter. here. <laughs> What's going on? But it actually worked out pretty well. And credit to Mamu. Mamu's been Mamu's been playing a lot because he's yeah. going back and forth with the herd. Yeah. He's, he's uh he's putting up gaudy numbers with the herd, then coming and getting some run with the Bucks. Like he's he's doing stuff out there, Ty.
1: I kind of wonder if we see AJ Green converted before Mamu. Uh,
2: ah, yeah. he's outplayed played him a
1: lot. He's out played him a lot. By minutes, these last two games. Yeah, he My played twenty-two is, to yeah, Mamu's four against the Wolves in a real NBA game. He was plus nine. I, yeah,
2: I don't know if we see either of them converted unless they can't fill any roster spots after a trade.
1: I'm saying before, like so, yeah, maybe neither are, but I think AJ has more chance of being converted to an NBA deal than Mamu. That's fair.
2: That's fair. That's fair.
1: By the Bucks, because I think like uh-huh. that skill set. It's like okay, that's always going to play here to a certain extent, like. Can we do we have Bryn Forbes at home? That mean that's something. I mean, it is. That that matters. That's we've outside, seen that's a useful player. Jimmy yeah. Like in the right situation, that's a useful player to have on this team when, you know, there's so much attention on Giannis and on Drew. If AJ Green continues to shoot forty some percent at high volume, like that's an NBA player on the bucks. How many guys have done that here? It's not a long list.
2: It's not a long list at all but uh yeah AJ green he might be a, that's that's the point where we're at in the season that is it is and that's is AJ why, green that's like,
1: this year's boogie
2: oh god <laughs> I see a lot of
1: it's been like a year I think since boogie got released or something I'm seeing a lot of boogie yeah. content
2: yeah what's he up to is he in Taiwan too I think there was like talk of him playing there
1: he would he would like 60 30 games. Matthew versus Dwight. He'd probably start shooting the threes too. They're did just you, having fun. Did you fun.
2: see? Did you see the video of Dwight Howard getting bullied by Simbular?
1: No, that's that's amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, like oh my god, that's uh, <laughs> <have his> a name <laughs> I've not
1: heard in some time.
2: Uh, shout out Mashriki too. Yeah, uh, but uh, some people have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> but no. Simbular, uh he was drafted. I gotta support him. Indian guy. Yeah, uh, the first
1: Indian player, to Kings to be drafted and play in the NBA. I think
2: yes 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 uh but he there was a video of dwight going at him and just like dwight was getting so mad because it's like we we forget that dwight isn't even a seven footer yeah he's uh, like six eight it's, yeah it's, which is crazy considering like he was a dominant big man like, yeah. like one of the most dominant big men this league has ever seen yeah um uh, well, I mean, not Demos, but you know what I'm trying to say.
1: Should have been uh, uh, one of the top 75 players. In absolutely, the list.
2: absolutely should not. Have, should have been a top yeah. 75 guy. No question about it. First ballot Hall of Famer. No question about it. Yeah. Uh, but Simbular was just like putting him in the basket. <laughs> like possession I mean, Cimbalar, after possession. What is he? Seven four, seven four, seven five, something like that. He's like three hundred.
1: 300, like he's got to be three. Was he at uh, three
2: let's, let's fifty? Unless he
1: slimmed down a lot, he was.
2: Big. He's seven five three
1: fifty nine. Yeah, yeah. So no shame in that guy. That guy's putting ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the global population under the basket.
2: <laughs> he's only he's thirty. I didn't realize he's that. not
1: coming back, Rohan. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you.
2: I don't know what if what if they sign it. What if they need some big man? Would you rather have Simbular or Serge Ibaka? Serge Ibaka. Why?
1: Uh, he can play NBA basketball.
2: Amazing. Oh, that yeah. look.
1: Come on. Give him <laughs> some grace. He was out for 19 games.
2: That's fair. That's still fair. still hit a right. couple so, jumpers.
1: He had a nice block.
2: He did have a nice block. He had a nice uh, he had a nice little pump fake and drive. In there I, as well. I yeah. didn't
1: say. Uh, he thought he was going to dunk it for a second.
2: I thought he was going to dunk it too. <laughs> he went up and, was, like, and he was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> then he just went for the scoop. But I was like, oh, my God. Is Serge going to dunk this Oh, basketball? my
1: God. I would have lost my mind.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Serge but is not
1: he, playing well, but he's playing NBA basketball.
2: Yep. I love how the first thing that comes up when you Google Simbula is that clip of him bullying Dwight. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to watch that after the pod. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's just like, I don't even know what we're talking about. At this
1: yeah. Moment. I think that's how you know it's time to time to wrap <laughs> it up here.
2: Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening to this episode. Real of quick. The
1: sorry. Yeah. I lied. No. Buck's upcoming schedule this week.
2: Yes, 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 yes On the yes, GSPN
1: yes. survey, which you can take at gspn.info if you have not already. Give us some feedback on our shows. Somebody said this would be helpful if you just gave us an idea of the games coming up. Doesn't have to break them all down. We know you guys don't do that, but because it's just, I mean, who knows? Who's going to be playing at any game, right? But uh, just to know what's coming up. So Wizards-Bucks again tomorrow, Tuesday night. Bucks-Raptors in Toronto the next night on Wednesday. Surely that's going to be a game where we see about two active bucks.
2: Yeah, a road away game, road hardest back to back, hardest
1: me. game of the year coming up early, Friday, January sixth. Gordon Hayward and the Hornets visit Milwaukee. I don't think I need to tell anyone what Gordon Hayward put up last year on January sixth. Um, be careful, stay safe, uh, and that's the rest of the games for this week. Uh, but yeah, a they three gave the Bucks and- two days off after that because they know. That's gonna they're be like, oh my whoo, god! We
2: need to recover. They're they're gonna like, be Drew, exhausted. Holiday, he, Drew needs to be back for that game. My Yeah, goodness. yeah. He's setting triple teams at like Gordon. I
1: don't think it's gonna matter.
2: <laughs> uh, he's just gonna he's gonna turn into like like Lynn Sanity chair
1: What? Let me pull up the box score while you do the restart the outro. What uh, he had a crazy game he last did.
2: year. <laughs> he did, <laughs> um, but uh, no, a three three and four stretch again. Like I mentioned this last uh, episode. But this this January schedule for the Bucks is kind of soft. Like, this is where you need to take advantage. But you also, it's a, there's, like, how many back-to-backs are in here? There's, they have three back-to-backs in three straight weeks. They have, this week, they have the home-road Wizards-Raptors one. Next week, they have the road-road Hawks-Heat back-to-back. And the week after, they have a home-home Pacers-Raptors back-to-back. But you see two times, like in the next two weeks, they have a three-game and four-night stretch. And you're just like, oh, my God, with th- this team with this team already injured and banged up and dealing with illnesses. You're like, OK, this is where this is where you can start to see, hey, maybe they're not going to absolutely feast on the schedule because we're going to see a lot of A.J. Green minutes. We're going to see a lot of Mamu minutes. We're going to see some T.A. minutes, which I love. I love that. So they much. have not
1: gone well. Um, yeah, they need the uh, like you said, they need the less heralded guys to step up. And that's how you bank some extra wins on this stretch.
2: Mm-hmm. For sure.
1: Season-high 25 shot attempts, season-high 15 makes, season-high 44 points and 7 rebounds on January 6th, 2021 for Gordon Hayward in Atlanta. A road game. So, um, be careful, Bucks. He didn't play – he did not play on January 6th last year, but he did play on January 5th and – he did pretty well then too he had 19 points so not as good not as good on, not on the actual day so we're gonna have to see this is a scary situation
2: <laughs> it, it, it's so funny I it's mean yeah so funny I mean it's not funny but it's so funny what what um,
1: what 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 else can we do but laugh
2: yeah exactly what're
1: do with everything yeah yeah
2: we just we just have to laugh uh especially against the hornets who have Shown their metal as just a terrible franchise. Yeah, uh, good job, good job, Michael Jordan. Way yeah. to way to be a way to be a pioneer in this league. Yeah, uh, mm. but uh, yeah, I guess we'll we'll end there. <laughs> Say thank you for listening to this episode of the Eurostep here on the Eurostep Euro Eurostep Euro Podcast Network and Blue Wire Podcast. Uh, take uh, take the survey. GSPN.info. Check out all of the GSPN content at GSPN.info. Make sure you're subscribed. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, platform of choice, YouTube, all that fun stuff. uh, a five-star rating and review on your podcast, platform of choice, five stars. Pod random. And we will talk to you next time.
1: Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance.